the honor we give you the adoration thank you oh god that we can come into your presence and give thanks and give thanks and give thanks for your wonderful works for your goodness for your mercy for your love for your faithfulness for your kindness unto us for the past 32 years oh god father you have been with us you have never left us nor forsaken us almighty god christ faith tabernacle give you all the glory we give you all the honor we give you all the adoration we ascribe greatness and glory and power and adoration unto your name this morning my god and my father thank you my king you parted the red sea over our lives oh god father we struck down every egyptian in our life oh god you made a way you made a way you made a way where there seems to be no way my god and my father we bless your holy name oh god the god of wonders the god of wonders true and upright you are oh god you have been upright in our lives oh god the god of covenant oh god thank you for your covenant thank you for your governor promise over our lives over our church over our families over our members over christ Christ, tabernacle almighty god thank you oh god for lifting out our head oh god thank you for lifting up our head oh god thank you ancient of days you anointed our head oh god with that oil of a unicorn almighty god thank you oh god for opening our eyes thank you for the insight thank you for direction thank you for revelation we bless you we bless you we bless you we bless you he monster invisible the holy wise god we exalt your holy name this morning thank you oh god thank you oh god for fighting our battles thank you for the victory you have given unto us my god what a faithful god what a glorious god what a mighty god what a powerful god what an awesome god you are thank you for the angels oh god you have assigned for our life for our future for our destiny for our mandate oh god thank you oh god for putting your words in our mouth oh god thank you oh god for baptizing us with your fire thank you for your fire thank you for your fire thank you for your fire that surrounds us that surrounds our life that surrounds our family lord we praise you lord we praise you lord we exalt you lord we magnify your holy name thank you ancient of days oh god you are god alone you are god alone there is none like you my king thank you for your pregnant promise over her life my king and my master we bless and exalt you we give you thanks oh god in jesus mighty name we are praise now continue to bless the name of god just give him praise father we bless you for the release of your power and the anointing that we receive come on let somebody bless him father we thank you for what you are set to do this week we uh we have understanding of your prophetic insight oh god so we thank you for setting us up to release us into the nations of the world come on bless him bless him in the name of jesus thank you father we give you praise we honor you for your presence in jesus name Amen. Now I'm going to read two scriptures. Quickly turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 19. Let me read Luke chapter 4 verse 14. Then Acts 19 10. Then Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. And news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in the synagogues and everyone praised him. Then Acts 19 10, 11 because of time 11 god gave paul the power to perform unusual miracles when handkerchiefs or aprons that had merely touched his skin were placed on sick people they were healed of their diseases and evil spirits were expelled now you and i know that handkerchiefs and aprons are lifeless objects 
But when those objects contacted the anointing, it was able to cast out devils. It healed the sick, brought deliverance. Now this week, the Spirit of God has set us up. You are praying into this with the God. Let that be the release of power. Apostle said something last night that shook me to my foundation. He said, the power and the anointing reveals the God inside of you, which is perfectly true. Nobody cares about what you have to teach and what you have to say. If you carry Jesus, reveal him. Are you with me? And so you are asking that God this week, let the anointing and the power and the spirit of God as people enter into this sanctuary, I was praying this morning, as people set feet on these holy grounds, those that are held bound should be set free. Apostles don't have to pray because aprons and handkerchiefs that have touched the body of Paul expel demons. So if somebody step on these holy grounds, the presence and the power in this house should set them free. Are you with me? And as the man of God begin to pronounce the word of God, chains will begin to fall off. Lift up your voice and begin to declare. Father, from the entrance to the altar, from the roof to the floor, we ask that the anointing of the Holy Ghost that set free, that brings liberty, oh God, that causes the blind to see and causes the lame to walk, oh God. Bible says that when Jesus was full of the Spirit, uh, he returned into Galilee in the power of the Holy Ghost. This week, oh God, we are asking for the power manifestation uh, as a revelation of the God who dwells inside of us. Uh, and so we are asking, oh God, in the name of Jesus, uh, one more time, just as you gave to Paul, power of the Spirit that caused him, oh God, that aprons and handkerchiefs that have touched his body, that we declare this house. Uh, from the very entrance to the to the platform, to the stage, to the altar, every corner, anointed with the fire and the power of the Spirit of oh God, as we step on this holy grounds, as we've gathered at Shiloh, the power will set free. Revelations of the Lord shall be given. Encounters of God shall be given. Utterances shall be given. Bible said that when the Spirit of the Lord came upon Saul, a man who had never taught to prophesy, he prophesied and it was said, is so also among the prophets. So this week, oh God, the power in this house, the power in this house, the anointing that has come over us, oh God.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this power. Thank you for this power that is upon us. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit that is working in us. Thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We no cease to thank you. In the, we came in your presence this morning, O oh Lord, to give you thanks, to appreciate you. We came to see you, O oh Lord, to hear from you, to land on your feet, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray this morning, O oh Lord, that you will open our eyes, open our ears, open our understanding, O oh Lord. The Bible said, and I'm reading my prayer point, in First, First Chronicles 16, verse 10, it says, Glory in, the holy name, in His holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice, those who seek the Lord. We came this morning in Your presence, O oh Lord, to rejoice. We came this morning, O oh Lord, in Your presence to seek, to seek, to see You, to see Your face, to see Your glory, to receive Your power, to hear from Your Holy Spirit. We came from here today, O oh Lord, to learn from you and rejoice. We came, O oh Lord, today with a heart full of thanksgiving, O oh Lord, to give you thanks, to rejoice, to show our appreciation, O oh Lord, how we rejoice in your presence, how much we rejoice being with you, how much we rejoice serving you, how much we rejoice being, O oh Lord, around, surrounded by your glory, how much we rejoice, O oh Lord, the gather of the saints, how much we rejoice, O oh Lord, your presence, O oh Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, O oh Lord, because we can feel you right now miss this morning, O oh Lord. We thank you because we know your Holy Spirit is working in us. We know because we can see your angels that are here to serve us, O oh Lord. We thank you because we are seeing the angels, O oh Lord, that you have sent to come and serve us this morning, O oh Lord, as we serve you, O oh Lord. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, O oh Lord. We rejoice this morning, O oh Lord. It's the last day of the month, O oh Lord. This last Sunday, we came to rejoice, O oh Lord, in your presence. Thank you for this joy, O oh Lord, that you are giving us. Thank you for the joy of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the joy of knowing that we have you, Jesus Christ, the, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Thank you, Lord, because we know we have a, a helper. We, have, we know we have a living God because we know we have a God that answers prayers. Because we know that is, we have a God that is in our midst every day that we, 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 we call upon your name. We thank you because we have a living God, a Father that has hearing. We have ears, we have eyes. He can hear, he can see, and he his hand is not too short. Thank you, Heavenly Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Lord, because we know we can trust you. Because we know we trust in a living God and not in images. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, O oh Lord, for this assurance, O oh Lord. Thank you, O oh Lord. We bless you. We rejoice in your presence, O oh Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name. In the book of Psalm 48, and I'm going to read verse 4 and 5. It says, There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. This morning, I want us to thank God for the river that's going to flow. Even as today is the beginning of our convention, let's begin to thank God for the rivers, the rivers of life, the rivers of joy, the rivers of peace, the rivers of revelation, the rivers of grace, the rivers of mercy that are going to flow from this altar. Even from today, the beginning of our convention, let's just begin to worship the name of our God. Because God said there is a river, there's a river that makes glad. Let's begin to thank God for his river of gladness that's going to flow from this altar this week. Let's going to thank God for his river that's going to flow even this 
next week, even if the, the river, even of grace, of strength. Remember that apostle announced us on Friday and, it, and God said to increase our faith. We're going to thank God for the river of the increase of our faith that's going to flow this way. Then we're going to thank God for the river of wisdom, the river of knowledge, the river of insight, the prophetic river, the apostolic river, the, 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 the river of, of to anoint people into their callings that's going to flow even from this altar this week. Let's going to thank God that God, there's a river, there's a river, there's a river. Now you have to determine how much you're going to drink this week. Father, I thank you, Father, for the river, the river of your God that's flowing from this altar, even from this day, the beginning of our convention, and also the Thanksgiving Sunday. Thank you, Lord, for the river of wisdom. Thank you, Lord, for the river of grace. Thank you, Lord, for the river of mercy. Thank you, Lord, for the river of, of, of knowledge. Thank you, Lord, for the river of faith. Thank you, Lord, for the river, the river, the river that's going to flow this week. Father, as you have prepared us, you said there's a river that's going to flow, and we thank you, Father, for that river, for many will be released, many will be set free, many will be delivered, many eyes shall be opened, many veils shall be taken away, for there is a river, a river, a river, a river, and we thank you for that river that's going to flow, even from this altar, even from this day, we give you all the glory, we give you all the honor, we give you all the worship, we give you all the praise, for the river that's going to flow this morning, the river of joy, the river of grace, the river of mercy, the river of the prophetic. We bless you, ancient of days. Be highly exalted, even in the heavens above. We worship you, Master. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's celebration time. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, congratulations. On this our 32nd anniversary. So we are here to rejoice this morning. Hallelujah. Let us smile. Be on your faces. It is well in Jesus' name. Psalm 149. This psalm says, Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. Choir, you hear that? His praise in the assembly of all the saints. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let Christ's faith tabernacle rejoice in their maker. Because you have turned 32 years that this church was established. Let every member of Christ's tabernacle be glad in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing. You want to dance this morning? And make music to him with tambourine. Halves. You might not have the, this physically, but tambourine, you know the way we bring it and halves. And, you know, you just want, if anybody's looking at you, don't worry. Just dance your tambourine dance and flit it all around. Hallelujah. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the humble with salvation. Let the saints rejoice in this honor and sing for joy to the king. May the praise of God be in their mouth. You want to praise. God has done great things for us. Hence, we want to praise. Hallelujah. He has turned our, our sorrow into joy. Hallelujah. And a double-edged sword in their hands to, have, to inflict vengeance on the nations. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To carry out the sentence written against them. This is the glory of all his saints. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah is not sound. Praise the Lord. Is this, this, let 
the saints of God rejoice. So as you recite the psalm, psalms are songs. Let the sound of rejoicing not be far away from us. Hallelujah. So let's have the psalm 24 as we start the service this morning. Psalm 24. With an uplifted hand, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he had founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Hallelujah. Singing the Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy, 
my mouth to speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
understanding if you are not connected yet. This the verse before this. Go to the verse before that. Yes. Today I'm talking about the power and authority of God that has given to sons of men. Look at that. Behold.
anointed us with unction of faith. God anointed us with the gift of faith. I was reading Paul. He said, I long to come to your midst that I may impart to you the spiritual gifts. So you can receive the spiritual gift by impartation of somebody who already operates in it. It is God's divine order. I knew that God would do something in these days to trigger us into the next week. I didn't know what and where. But the Lord came down here on Friday night. And you know, with us in CFT, we move by spiritual instruction. I just don't do things. I don't prepare things or plan things apart from the message that I will speak. But I move by the instruction of heaven and unction left me that day. Faith has been birthed in many of you. Fear has been dispelled. Nobody knows the part of the wind. For the wind blows wherever it wills. And such are those led by the Spirit of the Most High. I want to say to every one of you, if there is anything that you must go away with today than any other thing, this is the 32nd year of Christ with Tabernacle. Be serious with God. Hell is pumping. Heaven is ruined. The world is confused. More is on the way. That will melt the heart of man. He said it in the scripture. Yes, some who profess to believe in him are sleeping. In the last hour. Treating God whichever way they preferred. A time is coming. That will not be accepted anymore by the Lord. But before the time, I want to tell you. Be serious with the God that you profess you are serving. You know, when God came to me to ask to impart faith into you, on Friday, I lamented. I was a bit reluctant. And God said, do it. You know why I lamented? Many of you who are here now, where were you? The last Friday of every month is a covenant month. It's a covenant day which God gave Christ faith tabernacle. So it's a day that everyone who is in CFT must endeavor to be there. If others can be, it's a day you, you approach with great expectation. Sometimes a gift is not recognized by some people until the gift is taken away. It will not be so with you. On the overcomers night, people should be on the streets asking to have entrance. And that time is at the door. Listen to me. What is happening in Ukraine? A little mistake. England can become like that straight away. Already some Russian ships were on their way to England. They were stopped by the French government. It was on the news. Warships. You remember a few years, uh, often times, the jet of Russia fly into British airspace. And our jet will be running after them to try and get them off. Woe to he that sleep in Zion, says the Lord. Let me tell you this. This is the season of God's power 
that anybody who professes to know Jesus must demonstrate their love through his obedience and not be a Christian that just coming and going and coming in and going out without manifestation of power. This is a very special time. Listen to me. I want you to give me your heart. When you are singing throughout this week, if you have not been doing that before, a lot of you are doing it, but some need to hear it. Read within the lines of the scripture. You see this song there. An angel appeared to me, 2019. I began to sing this song. He began to sing this song to me. And the angel was singing the song. And when he finished singing that song to me, he said to me, Tell God's people on earth, they should use the fire of God for themselves for cleansing. Because when you sleep, many do not understand. The devil plants things in your body. You think it was a nightmare. You wake up a few weeks after, and then the pain begins. In the very place where the devil has planted it. Through influence of people, Satan tried to pollute human mind and plant ideologies in you that will destroy you and rob your peace. Many have fallen victim, they regretted it. Because it's with their own hand, they engineered their destruction. And the angel said, tell them to pray that God the Holy Spirit send your fire to my spirit, to my soul, to my body, and destroy everything the enemy has planted in me. But you know something? If we say we wrestle against flesh and blood, we are joking. So whenever you sing the song in the house of God or in your house, you sing spiritual song, you must understand what you are singing. Who knew that there's going to be war this year? Look at what that angel sang. We're going to sing it again. We don't understand. Come on. 
hearer. And I heard the voice that I've been speaking to me like the thunder said to me. Come up hither that I may show you. And the next verse says, and I was in the spirit. Look at what it says. This is the third year. This is the third year. I'm, I'm sure God is here. Sing it again. Be thou my partnership. Son, the name of the Lord Jesus. And take your safe place in the heavenly places. Put your hands together for the choir. for what God is doing in Christ with Tabernacle. This is 32 years that we have been existing on planet Earth. I want to thank God for the consistency in this house. For myself, my wife, who is my immediate lieutenant, all the trustees, administrators, pastors and elders, deacons, deaconesses, heads of department and the church. That's just the structure of Christ with Tabernacle Church I've gone through. I want to thank God for every one of you. I want to thank God for babies that are born here, babies that were brought here. I want to thank God for the children that grew in this faith. As our name is, our destiny is. This week is the beginning of our anniversary and convention. I believe that everyone who is connected with Christ with Tabernacle, either by direct sonship and, and you know, uh, members or those who are affiliates of Christ with Tabernacle, I want to welcome you to the 32nd anniversary. And I want to say to you, this week will be full of much grace. And so, we should make sure that we approach this very week very, very seriously. It is a covenant week for Christ's faith tabernacle. I want to say to us that for 32 years, 
and few months, God has been so faithful to CFT. I have no regret at all, at all, in this church. I've been in a meeting before, and they were asking me, do you have any regrets in your life? And I told that person who told me that the only regret is you. I said, you are the only regret. Because you are asking me of what the Bible says, I should not remember. It says one thing I do, forgetting the past. I said, if you are my son, what you should have asked me is, what are my battles and victories? And I will have testified to the glory of he who appeared unto me. For regret, he did not give me a privilege to have it. And I mean that both spiritually and, and literally. There are people who were not born. Not many people were born the privilege I have. It's like all these children born in CFT church. They will not have regrets. Those who listen and follow the footsteps. I was born in the church. I was not born in in um, hospital. Alfred Williams was conceived by prophetic word into my mother's womb, who was barren, before I ever was conceived. And the prophet spoke about my bath and my calling and my seat of power, which is United Kingdom. And my parents said, if God give me a son, I will give him back to God. It's my first seed, my parents said, because they were idol worshippers. My father was a mystic. If you don't know what a mystic is, go and check in the dictionary. They are above wizardry. He was a treasure in the hands of Lucifer. My father's demons used to go and fight war for Hitler. And he told me from when I was young until when the woman in England, who is the daughter of the right man of Hitler, came to BBC to say that his father and Hitler, they were in cults. And that they received the assignments from Lucifer. But my father had told me, before I came to London, I told them, some of my brethren Christian were, what do you mean? They still knew what I meant when she came to the, to the television and said it. And talked about the covenant, their left tie. That everybody who is a Nazi, look at their left tie. There is a mark here, caught, where they took blood covenant. This is a white woman, German, who spoke in English. So that my testimony is not a fracas. But let me tell you that, this, that. It does not matter how far the devil has taken a man. There is a God in heaven whom we serve. When he forgives your sins, he remembers them no more. But you only need to come to him and ask him for it. My father has gone to the end of Lucifer. Or Luciferianism. And no wonder. When they came to the Lord, it was my case that brought them to Jesus. When the time came for me to be born, God sealed my mother's womb. My father exercised all powers he has and they failed. Because in his own right, in, in occultism, he can speak to a womb and that womb will have a child. We'll talk much about that during the week. But I'm telling you this before I go to my message, because the message I'm preaching now, and I will preach it throughout the, 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 every night, and it's manifesting on you people, you know, as you're hearing it, is the entrance to the power of the Most High. 
the entrance to the power of God. The entrance to the power of God. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation to those who believe. And so, when the Lord brought my parents to church, the prophet said, you are going to give birth to a son. Because of him, God sealed the womb. I have a senior sister who was the first child, and I followed. And when I was conceived for six months, my mother's womb was flat. For six months. And the witch woman in my, in my family, not my family, but in our compound, we lived together in the compound, came to my father when I was six months in the pregnancy and told my father, your wife has conceived. This witch woman was professed Muslim. But you know, unless you know Jesus, you cannot go to heaven. You cannot be saved. It does not matter what you believe in. By the way, my grandfather on mother's side is the first chief imam of Abulevo. Rabbi Atwewije. Till today, those who are the chief imam in Abulevo are from, they are my cousins. It's by inheritance, by default. They are their father, top of father and their chief imam. So when I talk about Islam, I know what I'm talking about. For the Quran says in Surah, 5, uh, Surah 55, Ayah 66, and Jesus will be the, the sign of the end. He will come back again to judge the living and the dead. Quran says so. If you look at the whole of Surah 3, Surah, it says that a, a, an a virgin called Mary conceived by the breath of God, the Holy Spirit. The word Holy Spirit is written in Quran. Some of you don't know that. It's written black and white. Holy Spirit in capital letter. Beginning. Caption. And he said he's coming to judge the living and the dead. And Quran says also in Surah 15, Iran, I suppose, he said, Muhammad said, if you don't understand what I'm telling you, ask from the Christians and the Jews. So if you are a Muslim and you are listening to me and they told you that Jesus is the way, the truth and life and you are, you are confused, Muhammad said you should ask from Christians. The Quran said Jesus is exalted above all human beings. If he is, he said God honored him on earth and in heaven above all human beings. This is what Muhammad told people. So, if Muhammad directs you to Jesus Christ, how couldn't you accept Jesus Christ? I don't know who is listening to me in the world. Now, let me help you. So, I came from this complicated background. I will have been a chief imam and a mullah. I will have been a wizard. Terrible. But thank God for Jesus. Something happened in the heavenlies. Something happened in the heavenlies. There are testimonies about Jesus Christ that is not about any other man. And that testimony is for Jesus and those who follow him. It says in the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 15, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created, including Buddha Muhammad and everybody. Jesus created them. 
things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things were created by him and for him. I call that the supremacy of Jesus Christ. Listen to me. All things will stand before him and they will give accounts to him. So if you are listening to me somewhere, you don't know Jesus, or maybe here, you better make sure you don't leave this building today without accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. There's no controversy about it. Now let me ask you one question before we go into our message. Show me any religion under heaven where people can command the blind to see in the name of their religious father. It does not exist. Because their religious father did not give hope to those who follow them. In Quran, they came to Muhammad and said that we have left our home to follow you. What is our inheritance? He said, I do not know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm coming from, where I'm going. It's only God who gives reward to all persons. They came to Jesus and Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. What a great distinction. A man who knows where he's going, he said, I'm going to my father to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, I would not have told you. That man I will follow. Because he knew where he came from. He says, I came from my father and I go back to my father. Well, Quran and Bible agree that Jesus came from the father. Because Quran says that Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit, the Ruah Allah. The Holy Spirit of God. And Christians also believe the same. But of course, because Jesus is the one who instituted the Bible, he said in the Bible that not only that, you know where I come from, you must know where I'm going. And Quran also believes that he's coming again. He's coming again. Some myth believe that Jesus did not die. If anybody believes such in his religion, why would you not serve the one who did not die? So the one who did not die have power over death. Isn't it? So if in your religion you believe that Jesus did not die, it is just a sensible thing to follow that one who did not die. Because every other person died, we see their grave till today. But let me tell you, those religions that say Jesus did not die are liars. Because that is the point of salvation. You must believe in the death of Jesus Christ and in the resurrection of the Son of God. That is what brings salvation to all mankind. He died and he rose again. So that he will become the first among the dead to rise again. So that those who believe in him, though they die, but they will rise again. If the person you believe in died and he didn't rise again, he, he, I, I'm, so, I'm so sorry for you. When you die, when you die, Jesus died, was buried, and he rose from the grave. And he ascended to heaven in the eyes of people who are testifiers. I will serve that Jesus. I want to thank God for Jesus and thank Jesus for God. <laughs> Hallelujah forevermore. Hallelujah. Whether I will have been one of the Boko Haram of Nigeria. If Jesus didn't save my parents, persecuting Christians all over the place and thinking that they are working for God. Maybe I will have been one of the witches and warlords in America and in England, devastating and destroying human beings. Maybe who knows what I will have been in the hands of Satan. But there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven, full of mercy and compassion, 
He saved my father. He saved my mother, who was also a priestess of Baal. And he brought me out from them. I see many of these children following the path. And we will get there together in Jesus' name. Let me talk to you briefly. We are going to dwell on this throughout this week. But this, this uh, morning, I want to speak as an advocate for Jesus. And I want to lay my claims before you. You have the right to present your defense. But I tell you this, that my appeal, all right, and my claim will defeat your defense. Hallelujah. What we are talking about, entrance to the power of God. That is what we are talking about. Entrance into the power of God. Somebody who has swam an ocean cannot be afraid of diving into a swimming pool. I read to you first, today we consider the supremacy of Christ above all mankind and all things. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15. I read the NIV. Jesus, he is the image of the invincible God. The firstborn among all creation. And I will say this, I always interpret this as, Jesus is the visibility of the invisible God. He is the visibility of the invisible God. The, chan- the tangibility of the intangible. Aha. Uh-huh. The reality of the mystery. Jesus, God is so mystery, mysterious. But Jesus is the decodified God. God is so coded that you cannot understand him because we are so limited in our brain. But that's why God decided to come in the flesh and he sent his son so that he can be the visible one. But anyway, we recognize here that he says he's the firstborn over all creation. And in these, he implies when he took the place of birth, infallible, Born by a virgin Mary. Conceived by a virgin Mary. And also, he took the place of man in dying and carrying the sins of the world. And he took the place of mankind in resurrection. And that is what the scripture refers to here. Verse 16 says, For by him all things were created. Now this begins to talk about functions of Jesus Christ. By Jesus Christ all things were created. Things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. Whatever you may think of that are visible and those that are hidden from your visibility are created by Jesus Christ. Whether thrones or powers or rulers, authorities, the King James Version says whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. I want to look at these. These to me began to talk about governance. Every institution that is created to rule on earth was created by, by Jesus. He created the human beings who will rule, but he allowed human beings to appoint who will occupy. He created it. 
All things were created by him. And the last statement says, for him. So any authority that is, he permitted them. Even when they are misbehaving and doing all manners of evil, he permitted them because they are coming to report back to him who created the throne. I will get there now. And he created those things for him. Why? To represent him in the governance of this world. Because when God created Adam and Eve, he made them governors of the world. It says in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Let's read together. God is our power and dominion. Let's read together. Genesis 1, 8, 28. And God blessed them. Let's, let's read it together. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. My Lord. You see, he says here, God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Look at King James Version very quickly. Just click it. And God blessed them and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion. Now today I'm talking about power. And I told you on Friday, power has jurisdiction. And I explained that to you on Friday. Do you remember? Come on now, let's talk. I'm very much aware of those who are upstairs there. If you look at God in his, in, in, in his initial intention for humanity, is to create human beings, and he delegated to them power. And that power should have dominion over everything that move on the earth. Whether they are demons, whether it is Satan, whether it is physical or not physical. This is God's original intention. On Friday, I will just slip in this. What we looked at on Friday, that would be of interest in, is that every power delegated has a jurisdiction. Let me give you an example. You see, this man is the husband of this woman. This man is the husband of this woman. See, their power as husband is only limited to this woman. They cannot be husband to somebody else. Are we together now? Now, these two, look at the children behind them. Their power as parents is only limited to those offspring after them. They will shape the life of those children. Whatever they gave those children when they were growing is what they take. Children do nothing. Wherever they direct them is what they do. That is jurisdiction. Jurisdiction depicts the limits you can exercise your power. All right. And on Friday also, just for one minute, let me reflect your mind. We looked at the book of Ephesians. We looked at Acts chapter 10, 38. Let me look at that again. Very quickly. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And how he went about doing good. 
and healing everyone under the power of the devil. Because what? God was with him. Now, check the message on Friday and you will find everything of my explanation there. God anointed Jesus Christ with power. However, he went about and healed everyone under the power of the devil. So we have two powers here. We have the power of God anointing Jesus. And we have the power of the devil who is, is, is subservient to the power of God. We have the power of Jesus Christ superior to the power of the devil. We have the power of the devil under the power of Jesus. And he was the only one who has power over the devil. That is the reason why his power can bypass the devil and go to his dominion, the dominion of Satan, and deliver those who are under the dominion of the devil. You believe that? Say amen. That's why we see many of you healed. People healed all over the world in the name of Jesus. Life transformed. Everyone's life is transformed. Satan has no power. When, the, when, when it was time for Jesus to save my father, though he was so deep in Luciferianism, when Jesus showed up, Satan took a pick race. That's the reason why I, Apostle Alfred Williams, went to the bush in Nigeria, the land they called, the bush they called uh, forbidden, dedicated to Satan in Jebu land, drove out the chief priest in that place, and we bought that land for Jesus Christ. And Satan could do nothing. Nothing. That's the reason why I preach in the midst of kings who are voodoo kings. Nine of them in one meeting gave their life to Jesus instantly. When I completed my advocacy about Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It comes with demonstration of power. Because the people who had idols in that region, we took their idols and we destroyed. One of the idols they brought to us is called Ayelala. Those of you who come from Nigeria know what Ayelala is. We slam it to the ground in the name of Jesus. I put my leg on top of his of the Ailala, and he could do nothing. This is the deity that people worship, and they are so scared to go near his shrine. Because what? There is a power given by the Father to the Son, Jesus Christ. And that power supersedes the power of the devil. That's why we saw many people healed in the name of Jesus. We have seen blind eyes open. We have seen lame. We have seen dead bodies raised in the name of Jesus. We have seen love disappear. Some of them are among you. People who are cursed by voodoo people. I spoke into their life and the curse vanished instantly. We didn't do any ritual for that to happen. I only spoke in the name of the power that God gave, who is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He is good. If he is good for me, he is good for you. So therefore, now, do you understand this, that I help you understand there are two powers, the power of God, which works through Christ, and the power of Satan. Look at the book of Ephesians. Ephesians help us to understand further about the jurisdiction of the power of Satan, where Satan can operate, where he cannot operate. You know, there's a lot of myth about the devil, a lot of lies talking about, speak about the devil. Let me show you about the devil. Some people believe that devil is in the moon, is in the star. Nonsense. My God created it. Your God created them. They are heavenly beings, the Bible calls them. Satan can't reach there. He can't reach there. In the book of Revelations, because today is advocacy, in the book of Revelations, chapter 7, chapter 7, uh, of, uh, uh, well, uh, Revelation chapter 12, verse 7. Go to that first. It says, And there was war in heaven. 
Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and the angels fought back. Who is the dragon and his angels? Let us look at it. And what happened, verse 8? He says, but he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. They lost their place in heaven. Yes? Now look at the next verse. Shall we read it together, please? We are all advocates. I want to read the word of God with life. The Bible says better that those who read aloud. When you read the word of God into the atmosphere, Satan tremble. Read it loud. Uh huh. Where was he hauled to? So how do people believe that it's in the, it's in the stratosphere? Oh, they are worshipping one, one spirit in the sun. No spirit can reach where the sun It will burn them to ashes. Oh, they are worshipping one spirit is in the star. is in the moon. Who told you that? <laughs> Satan has jurisdiction. His jurisdiction is the earth. When demons were cast out from heaven, they were told where to go. Where they are permitted to go for a while. And in nowhere in the scriptures did the Bible tell us that God permitted them to go any other place than the earth. Are we together now? I will finish this one with something that you, you are used to. Who owns the earth? Shall we read together? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he had founded it upon the seas and established it upon who shall? Don't go there. Take it out of the screen for me. Go back to my scriptures, please. Good. Let's read on. Who shall? Or who? Go back to my old scriptures. Yes. He that has. Who? He shall. Uh huh. Such a. Uh huh. Say to your neighbor, I'm there. I am part of them. Then lift up. My Lord. Say it loud. Lift up. Do you understand why God gave us that scripture? This is an overcomer's church. We cannot be overcome by man or by demons. Not this place. That's why I took the gospel to the heart of where they worship Satan. And challenged them to their faces. They bent and bowed to the living God. Why? Because God cast the devil to the earth. And and all his angels. So when the Bible says in 
Acts chapter 10, 38, that Jesus, anointed by the power of God, he went about healing all those who are under the power of the devil. So where are those people on earth? Yes? Come on now, let's talk. All right, now. Uh, why am I hearing that kind of, yes? I said, <laughs> those of you up there, put, divide your screen so that they can see me. <laughs> Let me come and see these guys face to face. Did we agree with what I said? Ah, good. Good. Somebody will go away from here with power tonight, today. It's power weak. A Christianity without power is useless. Useless to humanity and useless to God. A Christian who cannot operate in power, you have no use. God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with power. He's the only one God did that to. And so, when God anointed him with power, what did he say? In Matthew 28 verse 18, Jesus said what? Verse 28 verse 18. Let's read together. All power... Yes, 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 yes. Shall we read it together? Then Jesus said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth have been given to who? Given to who? Give me the King James Version. And I'm going to help you know this, uh, uh, you know, paradigm. You see, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power. So you know why King James got it power? And NIV calling authority. Because whenever you talk about power or authority, you are talking about delegation. There is actual authority, there is apparent authority. That is the division of authority among scholars. Actual authority is defined by the authority that is written about your office. When you have a contract, they give you, uh, you know, your, your contract, you have an employment. In that contract is the power delegated to the office you're occupying. It's written. However, there is also the part of your function that is implied. It arose by virtue of your office, and that is apparent. Now let me tell you. Because when you are employed in a company, you are an agent of your company. Alright. When you stand in that office of agency and you are talking to a third party, if you commit your company by virtue of your office, your company is liable. A director of a company gave an undertaking or made an undertaking to another company. It has become binding not to him, but to the company that he represents. If he is fired from that office, that undertaking remains if you are a director. Because you act as a director, as an agent of your company. So you have the power to bind your company with a third party. What did Jesus says, say? He says, whatever you bind on earth, is bind where? Agency theory. Are you with me? There are a number of directors among you here. Someone says, that, what is the God of Apostle Williams? He, he goes to anywhere they said there is Satan, I want to go there. All over the world. I went to America, they told me there is Satan in Casadega. I said, let's go. 
We got there, I didn't see a devil. I saw human beings. Who are derailed. They have AK-47 guiding them. They call themselves witches. I went into them because, you see, the one who created the finger of the man who will press the AK-47 against me, he lives here. And he lives inside here too. So I should not be afraid of AK-47. I confronted the head there. Not any anointing that you don't have. But with the same name that you have in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They that know their God shall be strong. I went to India, the same thing. They called some people Sai Baba. They ran. I destroyed all their charms. Burnt them. I remember you, this, this, this Russia. I went to preach in Russia in 1992. The police came in, in, in the hall. Because at that time they had not let people go. They came in the hall. All pastors that were sitting with me, they arrested them. But the police, after they arrested, they did not see me. And I was the one preaching. I was preaching. And the pre- I just knew that they were moving behind me. I didn't know why they are moving, where they are taking them to. And they were moving and they moved and they took all of them out. But the police came. And you know my skin shows me. Be- quick. However, they did not see me. And I was preaching. I was preaching. I know a man who walks on the water. When the people have gone too far. And he has to catch up with them. He stepped into the water and he walked on the water. I know a man who was sleeping in the boat. And the storm came and the whole boat was filled with water. And when he was told, he said, what do I have to do with you guys? Why did you deal with it? He came out of the boat and said, peace be still. And it was so. I know a man who was passing by. And a woman said, if I can touch the hem of his garment. This woman has been subject by Satan into the bondage of hemorrhage for the past 18 years. But then he said, if I can touch the hem of his garment. When he touched the hem, the blood dried up. I will follow that man. 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 I know a man who decided to walk in the part of a widow. Who has only one son. And that son died. And he decided to pass through that place. He stopped the funeral. Put the covering down. He said, he said son, rise up. And the, the, the child rose up. Gave the son back to the mother. I will follow that leader. I will serve that God. His name is what? Jesus. No wonder he said, all powers in heaven and earth are given unto me. Don't let anybody lie to you. Jesus is one. To be worshipped. <laughs> you know, I have five more minutes. What a, what a, what a, what a pity. <laughs> My Lord, I'm not talking about Jesus and what he did only in the Bible. I'm talking about Jesus, what he did in Christ's faith tabernacle. This house, this house, and he's still doing it today. I say he's still doing it today. You didn't say amen to me, somebody. I say he's still doing it today. That amen you say is for you. I say that amen you say is for you. If God is doing it today, through who will he do? He will do it through you. He will do it through you. He's doing 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 it. How many of you came into this house? Witches were hunting you. Where are your witches? They have all gone. That is what Jesus does. He said to that woman, where are those who want to stone you? They have all gone. The Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous Kabaramato Randiya. Run into it and they are saved. This is the God we serve. 
This is the God I serve. That's why I am as bold. Lion is too small. Lion is too small. I am I'm as bold as Jesus. I love that. I love that. Somebody said to me among the ministers that, don't you think that they will come after you? I said, who? Who will come after me? Who will come after me? We went to Himalayas Mountain. Himalayas Mountain is the central point for all mystics in the world. They go there every year. CFT have built a church in the midst of the Himalayas. It's not possible, humanly. Because by the law of India, even an Indian cannot buy land in the Himalayas. But you know what God did for for CFT? Jesus converted a Himalayan Indian who is wealthy. He used his house as the church. And then I went there to visit them. And the place was jammed to the outside. We were sitting on the stairway in the land of the devil. Let me tell you this. So I came home and said to you, I said to them, can you build, give us a place? I said, yeah, yeah. I said, the whole of this land is on the rock. Look, you must get this picture. I will give you the picture. One of these things, you play it in the, you show it, show it to the church. This green this week. We must see everything. Those who went with me, one of the elders, when we are passing through a cliff, the road is only one road. Here, be, beside me, is a cliff of probably about one mile. That is high to wear. And the vehicle, the, the tire was almost touching the cliff area. A little tilt, we, it was some assault. And that, that elder, is a medical doctor, uh, that deacon, he said, Apostle, please, let's stop. He said, I need to show where you are going for people in London to know that you don't go under belt of roses. He says, you are a general overseer. You left your luxury in London to come to this place. It's not a place you go to collect offerings. It's a place you go to give people everything. We were there. And that man gave his land and we, you build that place. You build that place. In the heartland of Lucifer. What about when they had problem in Ijebu? Ijebu, um, what do you call that? Ekene. That the, the Oro people and the Agemo people, don't worry about their name if you don't know what their name is. They are just diabolical guys. Banned the churches from having meetings every September. They took them to court for seven years. They could not resolve it. Because the minister that should go, you know all these mentality ministers have that, ah, you know, give Caesar what is Caesar. I was told, I said there is no Caesar in Nigeria. I didn't find the family of Caesar in Nigeria. So I have nothing to give to Caesar. I know something, the earth is the Lord and the fullness there. When they told me that, look, they've tried everything, they go to court, when the court see these people in their regalia, coming to the court, the judge will adjourn the case for seven years. Who will judge them? Who will judge them? They went to Khan, Khan said, just leave them alone. They went to PFM, Christian Council of Niger. They went to Pentecostal Fellowship of Niger. They said, leave them alone. They came to me in my crusade in, the, in Ishagama and said, can you do anything? I said, well, you've gone to all these big people. I can't do anything, but I have a friend. I have a friend who can do it. They said, okay. I said, on one condition, what my friend told me, I told them, tell those wicked people that I, Alfred Williams, 
I am coming to visit them as a guest. To discuss the matter. But I won that meeting in Igboro. You know what Igboro is? I won that meeting in the forest that day, uh, the forbidden forest. They worship Lucifer. That's where they kill human beings to slaughter. I said, that is where I want you to hold meeting with me. When they told these occult people, something struck their heart. That somebody must be speaking. Who is the maker of the Oro? Who is the maker of the Agema? Something must be speaking. Who is the creator of their God? They decided to go and do investigation about Apostle Williams. So, in the occultic investigation, they went to occult of Shagamu. The report they had is warning them. They went to the occult all over the whole place. They were warning them that that man, don't let him come to Iguru. If you let him come, well, whatever your eyes see. This is Iguru for ancestors of Yoruba land. I said, okay. So they said, okay. They said, what we'll do? We will give him a day for meeting and we'll kill him before the meeting. They said, we don't need to travel to kill somebody. I was in Sierra Leone as a guest of the president then. We were, ha- we were having uh, uh, meetings in Sierra Leone. When the Holy Spirit said to me, go to Nigeria on Saturday. I called and said, look, can you get... I have meetings set up for me on television there. I've been speaking on the television. The cabinet ministers there, minister them. So, some of you saw the, the ambassador who came to visit you in New Cross, who was now made the ambassador in England. Then, so, you know why I'm telling you this story? You must know the God we serve here. It's not the God deliver, 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 deliver. No, 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 no. When God lives in a man, who is the minister that will deliver you? Just let God lose inside you. And so, they decided to kill. So they brought all their most powerful, venomous men and women. The women, the class of women, they call in witchcraft, agude, agude. I know them because my father came from there, you understand? I'm well-tuned. And these people now gathered all of them. The head of Oro, the head of this, the head of that, the head of her, like, like, yeah, yeah, the Lisa, the Asalu, and rest of them. They now said, we will take a sacrifice that we take when we want a, a king to die. When we carry that sacrifice around the city, the king will, will sleep in his palace and be dead. So, they carried the sacrifice. They told me that there were over 1,000. It's one of them who did come to come and tell the story. They were going every, from 12 midnight, going around their city and cursing Alfred Williams. And cursing Alfred Williams. And saying incantation. And saying incantation. And saying incantation. They did not read the book of Numbers that says no incantation against you. They did not read the book of Numbers that says no suspense against Alfred. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> you said, no, people are dark. Because Satan is dark. They said incantation. First day... Second day, third day, it was the, the fifth day they were taking, it's seven days they were coming in conversation. The fifth day, God said, go to Nigeria. So I called my protege, uh, Chief, um, what's his name? I called Chief that, I'm coming home, please send your driver to pick me up on Saturday. That Saturday I was to be dead by their own calculation. You will not die by your enemies. You can't. Enemies don't have death of Christians in their hands. The one who sent us, who saved, who died for, who saved us, is the one who have the key to our life. 
Don't let any man threaten you. If any one of you is under threat, come and tell me. I will call that person, put him on phone and tell him, you don't... You don't understand what I just said. I just spoke in tongues. Now, follow me. <laughs> Hallelujah. We serve a God. We serve a God. He is the God of gods. So, end of the matter, I arrived in their town on the day of my death. I said, Prince, we are going to these people. I want to go and see them. That day, we must see all of them, all their heads. When they told them, they said to the, the prince, Alfred died yesterday. He said, no, Alfred is in my house. He is a man of faith too. He was one of them. He got converted. Sagamu. That's where we have seven kings give their life to Christ in the meeting. Let me tell you this. So, they ran away. So when they didn't want to see me, they said they can't. They now said, we will see him in his... They came eventually in the night. We went to see another king who they were terrorizing... In Egypt, we are going back there. It's an unfinished project. Until we wipe Satan out of Egypt land. From coast to coast. You know what? Say, okay, they will see me when I do my crusade on my own crusade ground. Because I said I want to see them in the Igboro. They also want to see me on the, my crusade ground. Eh? February, we had the crusade. Before we got the crusade ground, they were all there. With their, their regalia, you know, they, they have white. Can you imagine? Satan worshippers, we are in white. I suppose white should be for holiness. Did the Bible not say Satan can't have it himself like angel of light? They were wearing white. They, were, they had all manners of charms on their neck, rings, rusted rings and all stuff. And one of them, who is the head of Oru, had a tortoise on his, on his chest, live tortoise, crawling on his chest. All his fingers filled with, with, with rings. He had just inseminated his lips. He cut it with blade and put voodoo there. That you can see his raw, his fresh wound, both lips. Because they are coming to meet Jesus. They thought they are coming to meet Alfred. Hallelujah, somebody. Two of the kings who got saved in my meeting said, they were, one of them was begging, please. Apostle, don't curse them. I said, no, there's no cursing Jesus Christ. God's children don't curse people. We don't curse people. Jesus died for those people. I only wanted them to try the most wicked of their power. To, to, to be established in the Jebulam. There is no power but the power of Jesus Christ. If they don't try it, they will not know it. They want to kill, I want to die. If they can. But our life is hid in what? In Christ, in God. To kill us, you will open God. You will find Jesus. Then you open Jesus. Then you find us. Let me see the powerful man who tried. Are you with me now? When we came down from my car, from the car that took me, I went straight to the, to the, to the, to the head. Their main head had nothing but a staff of office. We call it Aja. It was holding it. But you know, I came from them. At the same time, a prophet of God. I recognized him. He was so simple. You know, like, it seemed as if he can't hurt a fly. He's the head. I went straight to him and stretched my right hand, and he stretched his left hand. 
Because that ajar must be retained in his right hand. That is the hand of power. He must not shake any man. It is insult for a man to stretch right hand to him. If ordinary man stretch right hand to him, he can make that man die. He will fall straight away and he will be dead by his demons. I, sh- I stretch my right hand. He looked into my eyes. I stretch my right hand. He stretched his left hand. So we have two people stretching hands. I will not change to my left hand. He will not change to his right hand. The king ran. That king was the idol Durisha himself. They used to worship before he became a king. In that Agemo, the man that is in the Agemo is that, was that king. Now that, that king became a king and he became my grandson in faith. He ran to the, to the head. He said, are you blind? Are you blind? Don't you see the man standing before you? Open your eyes. And then he said, stretch your right hand to him. And the man took the authority of Satan, put it in his left hand. And bow to the authority of Jesus Christ. I shook his hand with my right hand. And you know what I did that really, that, that really blew their mind up? When I shook him, Pastor come. When I shook him, normally this I will shake. Alright? They shake in the courts. They will shake your hand like that, like that. So I shook his hand. And I pulled him to myself, and I hugged him. There's no going back. When I hugged him, the one who had insemination is the head of Oru, with all the charms, I, with touches. I jumped straight away to him, shook his hand. He was still astonished that ah, this man didn't fall down dead with the most powerful guy. Before he made it, he changed his mind. I shook him, drew him together with his touches, and I held him, and I hugged him and touched together. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. The Bible says God gave him a name that is above all names, at the name of Jesus. <laughs> Both things on earth, in heaven, whether they are demons, whether they are spirits, whether they are fallen angels, at the name of Jesus, they collapse. I shook him and held him to myself so that his body can touch my body because I am electrically wired. I am fully high tension voting. When I shook him and I held him, ah, my pastors were there. All the pastors in the, in the camp were there. They were standing, standing away. I went to the Agude Agude. As I was coming, they were all falling. I said, hey. God catch you. They turned their back and the one who didn't fail ran. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They ran. I said they ran. They ran. I said they ran. They tule. They pick race. They pick race. Listen to me. God gave him a name that is what? Above all. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. At the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus. If you work for apostle, it's a work for what? Say loud. Say loud. If a man is in Christ, Jesus is what? A new. All things are what? All things have become what? Stand up on your feet and let's give him glory. I felt like singing unto Jesus. What time? 
Jesus Christ. If God who does not let people down, whatever is your problem in this God right now, as you are praising Him, praise God into your solution. Praise God into the glory. Praise God into His power. Praise God into His presence. There is a God that we serve. He's the God of Christians. is under my voice anywhere in the world those of you are watching across the globe or you are here and you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior you want it you want it when you die you want to be very certain that you are going to heaven you have an opportunity now I want you to just put your right hand on your chest and read this prayer after me if kings can accept him, his nobles can. Say after me, Lord Jesus. I thank you because you died for me. I believe in my heart that God raised you, Jesus, from the dead. I confess with my lips, Jesus, you are my Lord. Forgive me all my sins. I receive you into my heart this morning. I receive you as the Son of God who died for me. I receive you as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name. If this is your first time of praying that prayer, we want you to contact us on 
our, our telephone will be on the screen for those of you who are who are watching on the video now but if you are here and you have done that I want to share with you in the joy of your salvation let me say this to you the Jesus Christ that you have just accepted and which all other people here serve is a strong tower the righteous will run into him and they shall be saved you know sometimes I feel like speaking Yoruba and I will you know one of the names that Yoruba people call Jesus the meaning of that is the strong tower that the righteous run into when death is chasing you you run into Jesus death will go back when witches are running after you when you run into Jesus witches will flee the moment you branch from their road unto Jesus my they will run terrific okay you are not only reading the Bible here you are seeing the Bible manifest and the power that speaks in me is available to all of you most of you have the power who have received the Lord but this week is about you exercising the power receiving unction to function I would mean now your desire this week is that this week will not bypass me I will function in the power of the Most High. Listen to me. Those of you who are doctors, when the Spirit of God come upon you, you will do, you will invent aspects of medicine that had never entered human brain. The Lord appeared to one man overnight, two, two of them, and they have knowledge of everything. If you are a lawyer, when you take your stand, I tell you, nobody will be able to overcome you. When you present your case, Nobody can counter because you speak with the intelligence of heaven. Whatever career you are, there is power of wisdom, power of knowledge, power of insight, power of understanding, power of discernment that you can see evil spirit like this. I will tell you many more things in the week. Many more things. All these challenges I'm having with those people who were speaking, the one inside was speaking into the air. And what he says, I say. And you two are hearing him. Remember the voice I've been hearing before that sounds like a thunder said unto me, Come up here. In this week, you will grow up. I say, In this week, you will grow up. Make sure we don't miss. We are starting our meeting every day at 7. Is that? 7 o'clock sharp. We are starting the meeting. Get out of your office quick and run here. From up, there is no going home to take tea. From here, please make tea available there for them. You come here at 6 o'clock. We pray. Seven, we go into the jet stream of God throughout this week. And those of you coming for seminar, don't come late. We come in at seminar, we start at the exact time. During this week's seminar, seminar is available to everybody. It is, it is, it is um, um, a, a meeting where we want to develop leadership. All right? I call the whole of the seminar sustainable leadership. All right? I'm fully equipped by Cambridge University on this. And I'm going to use that also. But I'm fully grafted in the word of God. To show you those things in the life of Jesus. How can Jesus start a company for 2,000 years and it didn't go bankrupt? 
They try to kill it, it will rise again. They kill it, it will rise again. That's the company of Jesus Christ. It's the church of the living God. All this inferring will draw from him so that you can be better managers in your office, better directors. I don't want you to remain manager. You will go up. You go up. If you are a member of this church and any company you are working, the highest office is your, is your, is your destination. I will together now. And this week, I'm going to equip you. If those of you who did not take off and you are going to office, it will be available online for you to watch. But those of you who have taken off, we, we mean business this week. And you are going to be having a time to discuss with me, ask questions, you know, that bother you. We are going to, you know, unveil mysteries. I will introduce you in a fresh way to my friend, the one who appeared unto me. I have seen Jesus a number of times. He is what he claimed he is. It's even more than what he says he is. And this week is for you too to join with me on the journey. Highway into the heavenly place is where we can see. But when you are coming, pray serious. Ask God to visit you. Expect seriously so that when I move in the power of God, you catch the fire. And manifestation will begin. Amen. Before our offering, you know, I, ha- I-, I felt like singing the song. Oh Lord my God, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh Lord my God, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Oh Lord, we praise King of kings, change it. Mighty God. Alright? Oh Lord, my God. see you tonight at the prayer platform at 7. Jesus did there. He didn't answer me. Jesus did there. He did here. Jesus did there. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you are English. Jesus did there. I will take all of you to Africa. God bless you. Put your hands together for God. Pastor, please.
Amen. I believe we've all been blessed this morning. All powers in heaven and on earth belongs to Jesus. And Jesus lives in you and I. And I pray that this week we shall begin to manifest that power in the mighty name of Jesus. It's time to give our tithes and our offering again this morning. So as we prepare for our tithes and offering, um, so I'd like to, to advise that for those that are using the envelopes, there are two envelopes. We have the blue one and the green one. So the blue one is for taxpayers and the green envelope is for non-taxpayers. And then for those that give online, um, the information I think is, being, is, is there on the screen for, for us to see. And as we do that, I would like to quickly read from the book of Deuteronomy 21, verse 11. Deuteronomy 21, verse 11. The Bible says, Then to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name. There you are to bring everything I command you, your bond offerings and sacrifices, your tithes and special gifts, and all the choice possessions you have vowed to the Lord. This is Christ's faith tabernacle. It is a place the Lord has chosen as his dwelling place. And as we bring our tithes and our offering to him as he has commanded, I pray that the Lord Almighty will bless and accept our worship of tithes and offering this morning in Jesus' name. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for giving us the opportunity and the privilege to worship you with, with our tithes and our offering this morning. And, O oh Lord Almighty, as we do this in obedience to your command, we pray that it will be as a sweet aroma pleasing to you, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, and I shall be acceptable to you, O oh Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can we rise up as we take the offer?
Amen. Shall we pray? The Bible says, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. Heavenly Father, we have brought our tithes and our offering this morning as you have commanded. We pray, O oh Lord, that all the promises that accompanies our obedience to your command be fulfilled in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. And so, Lord, we pray that this is, this is the holy offering that has been brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And amen. We have your announcement at the end of the service. Please be seated. We're going to do our thanksgiving now. Do we have anyone worshiping with us in this house for the first time? If your first time of coming in, could you wave your hands to me, please? Anyone coming in? You invited a friend? Put your hands together. Please rise up where you are. I want to worship. I want to welcome you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Very, very welcome. It's my privilege and honor to welcome you to this family. And um, when we close, we have a pack for you. If you are visiting for the first time, the ushers will we, we make sure you get the pack. You, you can go to the uh, reception desk area and pick one up, really. And there's a four minutes. You can fill that form, leave that with us so that we can communicate with you. You are very, very welcome. I'm sure you have been blessed. And may Lord continue to strengthen you. Please be seated. Before we will go into Thanksgiving, can I say to every member of this house, in this week, you owe God to bring at least one person. Minimum. Talk to them in your office. Everybody is talking about Ukraine now. And we'll deal with Ukraine in the last minute. If people can talk about what happened, COVID happened, everybody's talking about it in the office. Ukraine, you are talking about in the office. You can talk about Jesus in the office. And tell them something is going on here. What is happening? Jesus is passing by. Bring them who do not believe. So that they can see and believe. Bring those who believe. So that their faith may be strengthened. And the Lord will bless you. Well, today is our last Sunday of the month. And we do Thanksgiving. So, those of you who are special Thanksgiving from you, come forward. If your birthday is today... This is a new dispensation. Live where you are and come out to this rose. And let me see you. And I was told that young man over there is five today. So bring that boy uh, to the front so that I can pray with him. So those who are special Thanksgiving, I was told that um, um, they can Odelaya is 60. Those who are 50, Sister Chidim Ezukama, where is she? 
good and brother Henry Oboraruwe. Brother Henry, so you come forward. You are 50. Uh, Sister Olamide, 40. Yes. Who is Sister Olamide? Eh? Sister, oh, Sister Olayomi, sorry. Sister Olayomi, where are you? That's Sister Jose. All of you know her, Sister Jose. Then, we will have this baby dedication after the Thanksgiving. But those of you who have birthdays today, I want to come out. The season of COVID is over, and you can celebrate as we do every service normal. So we're going to, the choir will sing for you. I want to see how 50-year-old people dance, and how 40-year-old people dance, and how 60-year-old people. Somebody will beat another person here today by their dancing. So we're going to call all the special times going to come for with a boy who is five, five years old and the rest of you just find your place around the aisle, on the three aisles. Shall we sing for Come and see the Lord is good. Come, come and see the Lord is good. There is nothing, there is nothing he cannot Come and see the Lord is
That is interesting. There are interesting birthdays here today. I don't think we have ever had one Sunday, 40, 50, 60 together. We have been having 60, sometimes 50, sometimes 40, sometimes 80. But they just follow one another in rank. One decade and the next. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 90, verse 12, Teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So it means that when you remember your birthday, you are supposed to think of your life. It's not just dance alone. You are supposed to think about your life. One of it is that how old you are now. What are the agenda you set to achieve in life? How much of it have been achieved? Now from this age to the end of your life, what do you want? So that you can plan your life accurately. I was speaking in a pastor's 60th birthday yesterday. I told them, when you are 60, if you have not done your will, it will be strange. You must do your will. Because at 20 years to 60, if you are alive, it will be by God's grace. At 30 years to 60, if you see that time, it means that you have extra grace. So at 60, therefore, you sit down and begin to think about your going and what do you want to leave behind. So that, you know, you cannot begin to spend the rest of your days preparing for your exit to eternity. Much more, if you are 50, 40, and the rest of it, it is the time for you to think, what have you not achieved among the things you should achieve? What have you done with your past life? What will you do now with the rest life before you? Like those of you who are 50, you know, the Bible tells us that the age 50 is the age of liberty. Leviticus 25, 8. Count of seven Sabbaths of years. Seven times seven years. So that the seven Sabbaths of years amount to a period of 49 years. And verse 9 says, Then have the trumpet sounded everywhere in your tent. Can you understand that? If you have not been blowing the trumpet, it is the time to blow it. Then it says, consecrate 50th year. So it means when you are 50. Yes, please let mama sit down. When you are 50, you are supposed to sit down. You have spent more than half of your age at 50. You have spent more than half of your age. So at 50 now, you must now consecrate yourself. The same thing at 40. 40 is the age of transition. These are significant ages mentioned in the Bible. And you must begin to really strictly think. So if you are within the band, within the middle, 55, 45, 35, stuff like that, it is for you to set your heart on the path of wisdom. Now we say to you, at this age, you, have, you are, whatever age is your age, Pastor, Pastor Lola, uh, Pastor Ola Oyedipo, she had... A strange birthday. The birthday she was 55 on the 2nd 
of the second 2022. 22nd of sec, 22nd of 2nd. 22 to 22. She was 55. So I went to that birthday. Because you see that once in a lifetime. I went together now. 22 to 22. And she was 55. So let me say this to you. For the rest of your life, you will never look back. All of you are standing here now. What has trapped you in the past, you will scale through it in this future. The beast that you battle to this age you are, will prostrate before you in this new age. The unction of God from heaven will rest upon you. What you are unable to achieve from the day you were born to this day you are standing here, as you enter the month of victory, Victory will be yours. The limits of your reasoning from the day you were born till this time will accelerate. You will reason in a deeper dimension. Wisdom, counsel, knowledge, understanding from heaven will rest upon you. Let me tell you, this age that you have crossed, you have crossed over from peril to life. You have crossed over from poverty to riches. You have crossed over from problem to solution. God will hold on my word concerning you. If there is any one of you whose life has been full of battles, you stop battle. Your life shall now be filled with victory. You will go from victory to victory to victory. You receive the sword of Christ, the sword of victory in your hand for the rest of your life. You have served God before. You receive a new heart to serve God more. Your desires and plans, heaven will bring resources for them. God will give you human help. People who help others achieve destiny will surround you. And the King of glory will glorify himself in your life. With long life, the Lord will satisfy you. He will show you his salvation. Those of you who have come to celebrate them, the sound of celebration will not cease in your life. Every one of you is standing on behalf of these people. May the Lord stand by you. And may the glory of heaven never depart from you. Whatever be your need for now, heaven will supply. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. I want to anoint those of you who are having this Yoram figure birthday. With this young man, he was quick to show me his back that he's five. And I celebrated him. And if you look, all of you who stood here today, if God were to mark the best person who danced, it is this boy. He was dancing, blessing God. When those of you who are older, you are dancing old age. May God deliver you. David danced until he was stripped. When you have opportunity to dance before God, really do it. Because after now, rapture happened. You can't really dance. So, if I have to give a gift, I give the gift to this boy. I'm going to give you a gift for the way you dance today. Five is the number of grace. You will grow in the grace of God. Yes. Now hold your offering in your hand. Even look at him. He's holding his offering in his hand to the Lord. That is good parenting. 
Father, these offerings that these people hold in their hands is a token of thanksgiving which they have brought to you for this year of their birthdays. And so I present this offering to be a contact point for them that you will answer the desires of their heart. If anybody, Jesus said, are there not ten lepers that was healed? Why is it that it's only one and a foreigner? Who came to say thank you? You taught us with that, by, with, on that to, be, to, to know how we should say thank you. And because these people have brought a gift in their hand, a substance of their sweat and labor, to say thank you to you. May you open the book of remembrance concerning them. And according to your wealth, bless them. Amen. And this is a holy offering that is brought by holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. Amen and amen. Where are the ushers? I will anoint you from the right. No, just stand as you are. Don't worry. Lord, anoint your son in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Everything that is spoken concerning you come to pass. May the Lord lengthen your days. And the rest of your life will be more useful in the kingdom of God. Father, thank you for this small boy. As small as he is, he recognizes you. Lord, I ask that heaven will recognize him. You are the one who kept me from this age. That the powers of hell could not undo me. Even when I was small like this. Lord, let your spirit that was upon me come upon him. Let him grow in power. In sound mind. In wisdom of heaven. And a mighty pillar in the kingdom of God. Lord, anoint your son. This is stand up. Don't worry. This is your son. He is 50. Lord, I pray for him. I pronounce your jubilee. You will jubilate. The work God has started in your life shall be completed this year. And in this year, he will grant you rest. Yes, Lord. So you will see me after service. King of heaven, as the sun rises and man cannot stop him, so shall the rise of your son be. That at 50, Lord, his son will rise to the zenith. The glory upon him will be visible. And that which has been impossible is done now. So shall your name be exalted. The Lord will bring you to comfort that you have never seen before. All your hard labor, you receive double from today. Thank you, Father, because it's done. For your daughter, Lord, 40. Thank you, Lord God Almighty, for this 40th, 40th year. Anointing the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. May grace from heaven fall upon you. May the power of God overshadow you. What happened to Moses? After 140, he transited into another 40, and then he transited into the last 40. So it shall be unto you that everything that you lay your hands on shall be blessed. You transit from today to higher glory. And your desires shall be fulfilled over your life and your entire household. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your daughter is 50, Lord. You will not shipwreck. The Lord who has sustained you to this hour will sustain you to the end. May the Lord increase you in the wisdom of heaven. May the Lord grant you discernment. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your years that you have spent... May this new year, which is your jubilee, be a year you will catch up. 
destiny will be fulfilled. The Lord will activate your brain, your brain cells and your mind. And it will enable you to fulfill destiny. It's not too late, says the Lord. You will catch up with your time wasted. In the name of the Lord of hosts, your days that locusts have eaten shall be restored. And men shall celebrate you. You will fulfill destiny in the name of the Lord of hosts. So shall it be unto you. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Anybody who did 40, 50, 70, 100. Who is doing birthday here? You are the one doing birthday. Okay. Do you know what? How many of you are doing birthday among those of you standing? Please step out. Let me anoint you. Everyone doing birthday, just come forward here. Lord, anoint your daughter in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord, anoint your son in the name of the Father, Son, and the Lord, and the and Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. This boy, let your hand be upon him and let him fulfill his destiny. Anoint in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Grace be multiplied over you all. Yes, anoint in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go this way. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go this way. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, this boy. Anoint him in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for these people. But they, anoint in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. May the Lord refresh all of you, which way you are. Anoint in the name of Are you doing birthday too? Anointing the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So you are born the same time with your daughter? The same month. So you, you spend money once in your family for two. <laughs> All right. Anointing the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, anoint your daughter in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. A big woman now. Huh? Oh, boy. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. There are many who did their birthdays. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. You can. Put your offering in the bag. Where are the ushers? Ushers, you have bags. Go and get your bags, please. So that those who brought their offering can drop their offering in the bag. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. May the Lord refresh all of you. Angelina, this is your birthday. Tomorrow, anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is her name, Angelina. Anointing name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Because someone may think that I'm just speaking slacks. Anointing name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. My girlfriend. Anointing name of Father, Son, and the She's my girlfriend. All of you should know it. <laughs> In Jesus' name. When she was young. She came to me and said, Apostle, I want to be your girlfriend. And I said, you are my girlfriend. She's more like this. 
So from that time, I've told her, until I hand her hand over to the man, she's my girlfriend. So you were born four days before your wife. So when you came, you now told her that follow <laughs> anoint in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Anoint in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. You are 40. I prayed for you in Jesus' name. Anoint you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Any other person? Birthday. Come. What are you doing upstairs? All right, sing for them. Let them go back to their seat now. Oh, I want to see this song you will, you will dance to. How you will dance to your seat.
Because I was told I have four children. Are you the one who made it happen? This one. Is this one. From you. You are the man in charge. I want to see the man. Because I want to talk to you. My. A boy? That's why I put on blue. A girl? I can see your hair. Uh-huh. And a girl? That's how you bow her head up. A girl? Boy. So you have boy, girl, girl, and boy. Good. Beautiful. Let's bow our heads and pray. The Bible says children are the word from God. As arrows in the hands of mighty warrior are children of one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They shall not be put to shame when they contend with their enemies at the gates. Lord, anoint these children in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Anoint in the name of the Father. Son and the Holy Spirit. I anoint you in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. I anoint you in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord, I speak to the life of these children, their lives. When you go to the age of reasoning, you will choose the path of the Lord Jesus. May you grow in stature, in good health, and grow in the knowledge of God. As God has given you to us, may you serve your God all the days of your life. May your heart be for the one who sent you. And this time you have come as light into the midst of these families. I pray your blessing upon this family. That God will open doors for your father and your mothers for every resources they need to raise you up in the way of the Lord so that you will be able to achieve destiny. May God's glory and presence never depart from you. May the Lord bless your families with more children. And anyone that is here looking up to the foot of the womb received now. Yours shall follow. It has followed. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. This is a holy offering that is brought by holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Amen. Sing for them. What shall we do to
we have just one more um, thanksgiving for Dickness Nene and Pastor Charles and Mama. You didn't put Mama's name here. Mama Nansen. Because her husband departed to the Lord 10 years ago. Is that correct, Mama? 10 years ago. So I want to call them forward for Thanksgiving. And uh, one, of, one of the daughters one year ago, we thank God for her life too. So sing. My um, lifetime, I will give God my After these I looked, and there before me was a great multitude, that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne, and in front of the Lamb, they were wearing white robes, and were holding palm branches in their hands. And they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God 
who sits on the throne unto the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. The one, then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they? And where did they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. And he said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night in the temple. And He who sits on the throne will spread His wing over them. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them, nor the scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tears from their eyes. Lord, we thank God and thank you, our God and King, for this family. Your daughter whose husband has gone to glory. I remember where he used to sit in New Cross before he was called to glory. We thank you and your daughter and the entire family come to say thank you to you for the life spent and for the eternal life that you gave. We thank you for your hand upon the family since he left, that you have been the sustainer of this home. You have filled every gap she left, and we give you the praise and honor. At the same time, we thank you for her daughter who departed last year ago, one year ago, and we thank you for the family that she left. We thank you for your grace and mercy upon them. It is appointed unto man to die but once, and nobody can die except, except you permit it. Lord, I speak your peace upon this home. I speak your peace upon the home of your son and your daughter. I speak, Lord, that grace of God will never depart from them, and you, they will serve you for the rest of their lives. May the peace of God who been, which has been with you increase in measure. As you grow older, you will grow stronger in God. You will grow deeper in God. And in all things, we give you praise and thanks. In Jesus' anointed name we have prayed. Amen and amen and amen. May we tell and thank you, tell and thank you, tell and thank you.
thank you. Tell her, tell Papa God. Thank you. The Bible says in all things we give praise to the Lord. Please be seated briefly for the announcement. I said I will meet you at 7. Sorry, I will meet you at 11 p.m. Not 7. 7, you do it in your homes. 11 p.m., you meet Apostle. Let's invite Pastor Tar to come and give us the rest of the announcement. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'll be as brief as I possibly can. It's been a long day already. Um, we've welcomed the visitors, and I would like to just remind us that tomorrow we start our anniversary. I know Apostle announced it earlier, but we start the 32nd year anniversary of Christ's Faith Tabernacle, the annual convention. It's going to be an awesome time. Now, please note that tomorrow evening we start at 7 p.m., and we start 7 p.m. prompt tomorrow evening. And then from Tuesday all the way through to Friday, we have two sessions each day. The daytime session would start at 10 a.m. Please note that is 10 a.m. prompt, not arrival at 10 a.m. Start at 10 a.m. A slight distinction. We're starting at 10 a.m. And um, please note as well, <laughs> please note that if you're joining us online, we'll ensure that we're online at that time as well. Um, we really would encourage you, if you've not registered, you might just check the link. It might still be working. Please do so. Otherwise, we'll probably say to you that when we're all having our lunch break and our tea break, because you didn't register, we're not sharing it with you. Except, of course, you are very nice to me when, I, when you arrive, you know. Praise the Lord. But please, I'm certain you can still register in advance. Please do that because it helps our catering and shows that we've got something in place for everyone. And each evening we'll be having 7 p.m. right from tomorrow all the way through to Friday, the 4th of March. Can I also remind us, please, all the deaconesses in the house, you would have received a link about a couple of weeks ago it would appear that a number of people have not quite completed that link or may not be aware that that link has come through their whatsapp um, whatsapp address please check it today unfailingly and just to make a note that your the monday tuesday and wednesday skip it St specify what your availability is like on the thursday and friday and indeed on sunday but please ensure, incidentally, that questionnaire and that survey doesn't give you an option of not completing. It says complete and states whether or not you're available. So it means we all expect everyone to receive. Otherwise, we probably have your wrong contact details. And we want to believe we've got your correct contact details. So please signify that you've received it, acknowledge receipt and complete that survey form it would really, really help us immensely. Finally, tonight, 7 p.m., for home group, which is start at 7 p.m. tonight, home group, we're focusing on 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. We'll reflect on what we learned during the course of the week, the books of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. Please spend time as a family reflecting on that. What did we learn during the course of this week? And please make sure that you then spend time, 30 minutes, 35 minutes, spend time focusing, sharing, break bread, 
and endeavor to close your home group by 8 p.m. So that at 11 p.m. tonight, we'll be on the platform with Apostle and we'll pray into the new day. And on that note, during the course of the convention, please note that we're not having 11 p.m. sessions during the course of the convention. So during the course of the convention, we would not be meeting at 11 p.m. However, you are welcome to go to the platform at 11 p.m. and review the lectures for the day because it will be uploaded there. Praise the Lord. So if you are used to staying up at 11 p.m., it's okay. Don't just decide you want to sleep as a result. Just go and focus on the review the lectures for the day or the teachings for the day. And the Lord will bless you richly. Thank you very much for your patience. I'd like to invite our Father and the Lord to close up. Amen. Shall we rise up together, please? We're going to pray just one prayer for Ukraine. We are all here, and you are finishing now, and you are going to your home. There are some people who abandoned their home because of threat of a man. One man. We will make sure that that threat is reduced to nothing. We're going to pray for Ukraine. Psalm 68, verse 30. Rebuke the beasts among the reeds. Herds, the herds of bulls among the calves of the nations. Humbled, may it bring bars of silver, scattered the nations who delight in war. We're going to pray that God will weaken the powers of the soldiers that are sent from Russia. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. That the Lord will scatter their camp. That the Lord will drive them out of the nation of Ukraine. The Archbishop today has said all Christians should pray for Ukraine. The Bible says, Lord, rebuke the beasts among the reeds. Every evil spirit sent to Ukraine to come and cause disruption will rebuke them. Father, we decree that terror of God from heaven will descend upon the armies of Russia. They will run back to their bases. You will strengthen the Ukrainians in protecting their colony and resisting the devil over their nation. Father, you will dethrone the principality who is bent on destroying another country. In the name of Jesus, the people of that nation, Ukraine, have the right to live in peace. Father, grant them boldness to resist. Let your angels fight on their behalf. Father, paralyze every motive of man who a nation who delights in war. With your right hand, drive them out of that nation. And Lord, strengthen the heart of the citizen of Ukraine. Weaken the powers of every nation that rise up against Ukraine at this time. Let there be coalition of the whole world. Let a threat from heaven fill the heart of, of President Putin. Terrify him, Lord. Terrify him, Lord, that he will not be able to sleep. Take his peace completely. And with his mouth, let him order. His soldiers are withdrawn instantly. The Bible says, prepare for battle, you shall be shattered. Devise a plan, it shall be destroyed. Strategies shall be twafted. Twaft all their strategies. Let there be peace in the nation of Ukraine. Father, we bless your name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are pray with thanksgiving.
Stretch your hands before the Lord. Let me speak the blessing of God upon you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary. And grant you support from Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy in this week as we will be victorious. We will lift up the banner in the name of the Lord, our God. And may the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he fulfill all your dreams and open a book of remembrance concerning you this week. And may the God of Bethel, who revealed himself to Abraham and to Jacob, may he reveal himself to you and your household. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen and amen. We will lift up our right hand together and share the grace as in the book of Hebrews, shall we? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Shall we read the grace in Second Corinthians? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Before we sing our grace, I want to thank every one of you for your patience today to celebrate with those who have come for Thanksgiving. May celebration never cease in your life. Remember every day this week, God is waiting for us on this altar. And may the Lord arm you with strength. Shall we sing together? There shall be shouts of blessing. He will fall in
may be unto us according to our confession. God bless you and see you tonight. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you out row by row. My God is a good God. Yeah.